Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Did we unveil a major night of spoiler last week? No. First no. of all, I've never watched the night Neither of. Neither have I. There were Ronald. no spoilers. No, there's no way. It's not HBO worthy. HBO is supposed to be great. It's supposed to be this great narrative arc that has this big point at the end. Had none of that. And then they come out with the cheesy conclusion about who killed the girl. Oh, I think maybe we did give away. (laughs) Maybe we did give away. (laughs) (laughs) I believe we have our guest standing by outside the door. I saw. Is he? Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt, everybody. Uh, Joel Clatt has been on the podcast, our college football insider. Joel Clatt, everyone. Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt. Come on in. Come on in, buddy. Joel I, I didn't see the door open. I saw the door open. Really? That's Joel, Joel Clatt, Clatt, everyone. Everybody. Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt, everybody. Joel, Joel Clatt. Clatt. No, he's not here. Uh, <laughs> throw your jocks over here. Give them to me. <laughs> I'm going to wash them. I'll, I'll wash them up. I'll soap up your jocks. <laughs> right. I'll soap them up and I'll dry them up and I'll give them back. No sniffing here. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. I'm not like going crazy on them. I'm just documenting my day. I'm my Instagram stories. But you were sending like videos of you alone in a hot tub and saying like Please my feet. <laughs> no, each time I just said hot tub. I wanted to see my cock. And I don't know why people thought that was crazy. But. I think they're just concerned because you're by yourself in a hot tub doing Instagram stories. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. So our president, Eric Shanks, was at one point a B.A. Mm-hmm. Tell me about my future in the company after my interaction with him yesterday. We see each other. He goes, hey, slap dick. And then he just kept walking. That's <laughs> not good. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Was this during the flat of uh, the flat, the fat, uh, flat? Fat cat clap. <laughs> what? Is Rappaport not like your spirit animal? Why would you say that? Is you, energy? What is it? Yeah, you both have very uh, similar manner mannerisms. 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 What? Oh, shit. We didn't read either sponsor. I know. Oh. Read the sponsor. NMLS, consumeraccess.org. Number oh, 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 oh. What number was that? Number, number oh. oh. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Bob McKenzie signing out, Hockey Insider. (laughs) Dan. That recap was edited in in the Mike Botticello old school five minute intro editing. Oh, that was There was just so much. I couldn't leave any of it out. That killed me, man. Welcome to episode 125. (laughs) Glad you're here. I'm Dan. He is Jay. Uh, Episode 125. Hey, Dan, let's let's do this right off the top. The Canadian Wall of Fame. Uh, It's Tatiana Maslany. I hope I'm saying that right. She's the star of Orphan Black, huge hit show in Canada on, I believe it's on Space. Is that what's still, is it still called Space in Canada? And then on BBC America here in the United States. And she is from, do we have this ready, Ben? Oh, Rich has it. Rich, do you have this ready? She is from a little prairie city that you and I all love very much. Is she from Regina? Yeah, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> she was born there. I think she was raised there. 
now she's making it into Hollywood. Regina. friend uh, Maple Syrup Shots, he sent us what he deemed uh, the new the new experience Regina. That's thing. right. Uh, I know you've heard this. You love this. So do I. So here we go. Here's a tribute to another terrific city that we did a craft celebration tour stop at, Devon, Alberta. Where's a great place to live and work? Ooh, Devon is a place on earth. So many activities you might just burst. Devon, Alberta is a place on earth. Ooh, Devon is a place on earth. <laughs> the uh, the stock, video. They're going through stock photos of people cheering. Oh, what is that? That's my favorite. What is, what is that? Oh, it's amazing. Devon, Devon, you gotta go to Devon. <laughs> You've never been You'll never know Just what you'll miss The major Exports Of concrete solvents And togetherness They got Devon days In botanical gardens Bike lanes And regular gardens River Valley's big and green It's great And it's all ten minutes away from the airport, take down St. Lawrence Road. Stay in that lane till you get to the highway. Follow AB19 and you're there. See a sign with an airplane on it. That's how you get from Devon to the airport. Choice is slim. Devon only has five restaurants Three are Wendy's But the pizza place there, you know it serves endless pop That's a good pizza place In Devon they got one homeless person Everybody takes turns having them over for Christmas Recently all of Devon got together and they built them a house Now Jeff is married and he works at the Safeway Jeff is great and he lives and works Ooh, Devon is a place on earth You go to a bike race, you get a free shirt That is how I got this free shirt Right now I'm wearing that shirt <laughs> this, I hope it never ends. <laughs> I don't want it to ever end. Interesting Devon story. I have been there maybe 12 times, and once every like third time, I will end up having dinner with the mayor of Devon. And each time I have dinner with the mayor of Devon, I reach for the check to pay for myself, and she literally grabs my hand as I'm reaching for it and says, No. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not into hockey, you're legally a woman. That's right, in Devon, I'm legally a woman. When I go to Devon, I gotta wear a dress. But I still gotta do it, cause you know, all that endless pop. 
Where's a great place to live and work? Ooh, Devon is a place on earth. Too many activities. You might just burst. Devon, Alberta is a place on Grand Prairie. No exists. Fort McMurray is basically a wasteland. Black of fish is where dreams go to die. Whoa, come on. Here is like the Vatican for f***ers. is even worth mentioning. Beaver Lodge is embarrassing to say. Beaver is nice enough to drop a body in. Nobody's ever actually been to Didsbury. Cranbrook is just... One McDonald's, <laughs> the dinosaurs in Drumheller died cause it sucks there. Never <laughs> more like piece of sh river. Oh my god! Oh, wow! Well Jesus. done. Who oh, did that? Good job. Simon Glassman. Simon, Simon. Glassman. Good job, Simon, with his so, shirt. Well done, sir. When, well someone, done. when uh, Maple Syrup Shot sent it to us on Twitter. That's oh, Simon. <laughs> I just watched the beginning. I didn't know when I didn't know it was comedic genius. Yeah, that was amazing. Well done, Simon. Well done. White Gore's not even good enough to <laughs> drop a body in. <laughs> oh God. Uh, what's going on with the donuts here? Oh, uh, I just stopped at uh, Dan, I know how much you love hipsters. Oh, yeah. And uh, and Blue Star Donuts on Abbott Kinney in Venice is the biggest hipster donut in Los shop Angeles. in LA. Yeah, yeah, here here in LA. So what uh, what kinds hey. of Hipsters. So we have uh, uh, the Mexican chocolate over here, and then we have the old-fashioned uh, glazed over oh, on I'm this going side. Old-fashioned glazed. So uh, I thought maybe you guys would like to wow. share these with Ooh, me. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some tasty yeah. look on that. Good-looking donut. Some some twenty-something kid with a trust fund worked really hard on these donuts, <laughs> wow. and he or she wants I'm, you I'm to try them. Glazed too. I'm gonna get yeah. Glaze it up. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Glaze. Yeah. Um, ben, can you crush one of these? That was amazing. Half one? Maybe. Quarter? We'll split one. Spitzies? Yeah, we'll split. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Maybe um. Chocolate? Ooh. Ooh yeah. yeah I'm, in. I'm in. This past weekend, I experienced my first ever uh, U.S. Open for tennis. Uh, U.S. Open tennis. That, that was your first ever live oh. tennis, right? Yeah. Period. Yeah. Good uh, Good place to go for that. Stanwell Rank. Flushing <laughs> Meadows. Stan Wawrinka beat Djokovic in the final. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. What? what? <laughs> I didn't know who you said. Stan, uh, Stan Wawrinka. Ah. <laughs> Can Dan do the whole podcast with a mouthful of hot donut? And that hot Arthur Blaze. Ashe Stadium, you're all like on top of the court. You're so close beautiful. to that. It's got the roof on it now. Mm-hmm. Was it steamy? Why, that's what I wondered. Was it, it wasn't closed, though, when you were there. No. Because I, I was wondering if it was closed or if it would just get steamy. And supposedly the players don't like it when the roof's closed because the uh, the sound echoes, and a lot of the times they are listening for the sound of the ball, how the guy hit it on his return, and they yeah, don't yeah. like that. So. Okay, interesting. I, we've got some kinks to work out is what you're saying. Yeah. Some kinks to work out. Uh, but you had a good time, and you saw a lot of major celebs at Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, Red, Red Foo. Red Foo. <laughs> now, I, I think I told this on a previous podcast when I went to the Aussie Open with my wife a few years ago. Red Foo was sitting right in front of me there as well. I think he was dating Azarenka at the time. I don't know if he still is, but he's a hardcore tennis fan. He goes mm-hmm. everywhere. But he was wearing, like, leather pants and freaking 40-degree Celsius heat. And a lot of neon. Yeah. Not together anymore. It's over. Yep. So now he's banging some other Russian Here tennis was, player. Jim, you tell me about this. You've been around posses of musicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
would so, you fit around posses of musicians? Red Foo's posse. So they were on the same flight back to L.A. that I was on. Oh, yeah, that's good. You're By the way, JetBlue. I was in my seat in the middle of the plane. I see all these people getting up, and they're, like, opening doors and getting snacks. I'm what the fuck's going on What's up there? What's going on over there? So I wandered over. Free What's snacks up? in the middle of the plane. We did it. It's just, you open it up and you help yourself. And anyway. it happened. Um, so Red Foo was traveling with his entourage. He sat in business. The hobos, they went to the back. Oh, yeah. As it, as it is. And as they passed me, I noticed they were wearing Red Foo shirts. Mm. So they're in his posse also wearing his shirts. Is that commonplace? No. Okay. That's, uh, I, I would consider that kind of poseresque mm-hmm. myself. Because you're like, hey, I really like you. Look, I've got your shirt Yeah, on. yeah, I'm wearing your shirt. I think you're great. Can I no, hang no, out? No, Can no, I roll they, your joints? Yeah. <laughs> now, if they're on tour and, you know, they're playing gigs and they're loading in, loading out or something like that, I could see that. Throw on a tour t-shirt then. Yeah, yeah. but if, you, you know, you're at the U.S. Open... Yeah, that seems strange. What is, what's with that? Maybe he paid them all to hang out he with him. He could have, you know, uh, I they were paid. Out, I went and talked to him. I told him uh, my dad, uh, before he passed away, his favorite song was Party Rockers because he danced with his grandkids. He's like, thanks for telling me that, man. And then another guy from the posse came over and goes, that was really nice, man. Thanks for that. Oh, okay. Oh, so wait. That's cool. So, but hold on. That is a great <laughs> song, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I think it's great. It's a terrific yeah. song. We yeah. love that tune. Yeah. Uh, I just want to go back to the, so the entourage guy listens for compliments, then swoops <laughs> in. <laughs> oh, there's a compliment? This is my No, no, no. He, job. while I was leaving, he said that to me, away oh. from Red Foo's ears. Oh, okay. All right. So he was, he had overheard what you guys had said. Oh, and, that's nice. And he ran twist into... one up, say you want to yeah, burn yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Say you want to uh, burn one yeah. down right now? Because no, we could. Um, and ran into tennis legend Jim Courier, who watches the show. That's pretty cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. So, uh, hey, Jim. Uh, he watches Thanks the show, me. and Jerry Seinfeld Oh, yeah, I guess watches he the watches the show, not the podcast he listens to. Oh, maybe he doesn't listen to this, or maybe uh-huh. he does. And Jerry Seinfeld watches the show, too. Yeah, so uh, there you go. If you Did don't want to watch... story? No. Did we tell the story Jerry last well, I don't know. I can't. I, I just said uh, I'm going to... Where it came from. What? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just going to say, we found out secondhand that. Jerry yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but yeah. she told us that this was true. So, because uh, we had Carissa Thompson yeah. on our po- on our TV show last week. And she said that she was talking. It, it's well known. She's friends with Larry David. Yeah. And so she told us that Larry uh, came up to her after the appearance and said, oh, I heard you call me old on the Fox show. Call me an old man. And uh, she said, uh, <laughs> she said, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And she said, yeah, well, my friend told me because he was watching. And my oh. New York friend. Wow. And Carissa said, uh, is your New York friend Jerry Seinfeld? And he said, yeah, yeah, Jerry was watching. Awesome. Let's get wow. them on the show. So that That's, means Jerry uh, watches every night. Love mm-hmm. it. Every single, and listens to the podcast. And yeah, listens, to the pod. listens to yep. the podcast. So a yeah. big shout out to little Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, we are huge fans and we appreciate that you're so into us as well. Um, so yeah, speaking of New York, do not miss um, do not miss garbage juice. Uh, just garbage juice out of nowhere. You're like, it has. It's not raining here. Why is there water? Oh, it's dripping out of those garbage bags. Uh, that happens though. Restaurants, right? I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of shit. Oh, there. Uh, hang on one sec. I'll have to uh, have to answer this for two seconds. Hi guys. How? Oh, hi, Ruby O'Toole. <laughs> um, we're ta- we're taping something right hey, now. Hi, Ruby. Hi guys. So- can I call you back? Okay. I love you. What's in your mouth? Was that English? 
Do you have a mouth guard in? She's playing lacrosse. <laughs> okay, I'll She's call in you, elementary I'll... school lacrosse. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Bye. <laughs> Dear... Dad, <coughs> Dad of the year. speak English? Dan of the year. <coughs> you can sit and watch if you want. There you go. I'll put you on FaceTime here. Where you can... I Maybe. just can't talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. I don't know if that's a good idea. Okay. Tools oh, okay. Dan is yeah. generally off. <laughs> okay. Uh... But I'll call you back. <laughs> I don't know. Based, just based okay. on some of the past podcasts we've done, I, I think that might be a bad idea. Right. Okay. So the reason I was pulling this up was um, a special request from uh, one of our listeners. Oh, um, let's hear it. They sent us a message. Okay. Hey, Jay and Dan. So this is going to be a complete shot in the dark, but I thought I'd give it a try. My boyfriend is a huge fan of all your work. He's read your books. I haven't written one. Followed you on every <laughs> social media you could possibly have. Watched you on TSN. Continues to watch your podcast religiously. And I swear to God, he's starting to talk like you two as well. Hmm. Hmm. Good for Anyways, you. this Monday, September 12th, is our fourth anniversary. Oh. And I wanted to do something he would never see coming. So Anal. I was wondering if you guys could <laughs> mention him on one of your many social medias, whether that be Twitter, Instagram, or maybe even your podcast. I know this is asking quite a bit, but it would mean the world to me. And he would probably shit his pants. Haha. <laughs> I'll list this information below. And then he gives the contact info. Thank you so much again. Uh, and that's from his... Girlfriend Lexi, I think it is. All right, Lexi. <laughs> well, um, this band. Shout out to Lexi. And what's his name? Todd. <laughs> I should, we just Todd's ready. always my default name. Uh, Josh. Josh. All right, Josh and Lexi. Uh, shout out to to the both of you. Thank you for listening. And how about Josh? Josh did well with Lexi. Yep. Josh is getting yeah. some sex tonight. Anal. Anal for sure. Mm. That's one hundred percent on the table. It's <sighs> Ben. It's her. It's their <sighs> anniversary. <sighs> Is that a good? Pre- <laughs> that's a good present. Wait, wait. What was that? <laughs> What's that <laughs> drop from? That was Dan last week. <laughs> oh. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> That's my favorite drop. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Jim at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god! Wow. I thought I was doing pretty good until I got to the end. I got you were oh, yes. number oh <laughs> <laughs> number oh. <laughs> uh, okay, let's read some of these uh, letters. Um, I love this one. This is from Jeremy. Arredondo. Subject is number one in America. Hey, Bods. I'm born and raised in L.A. I love the pod. I look forward to it every week. I think Toolsy's new nickname should be Slapdick. (laughs) (laughs) How about Iron Maiden for Six Degrees of Engineer Jim? Thanks for the laughs. Jeremy Arredondo. We can check that off the list. Um, Again, Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. We ask our award-winning engineer, Jim, if he's worked with these people, and if not, if he's got a connection to them at all. So it's Iron Maiden. Oh, you guys caught me off guard. Um, I don't think that I do. I don't know mm. for sure, but I I never worked directly with him. Iron doesn't a member of Iron Maiden fly their plane, Bruce? Yeah, right. Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson flies yeah. the plane. Yeah, that's wild, man. I don't know if I <clears throat> feel that good about the lead singer flying. You know, the plane. I, I, uh, 
maybe I have a connection. Like you know, uh, I I've worked with Lemmy from Motorhead. Motorhead, I think, has done gigs with. Okay, that works. That makes I don't sense. know. I don't know. Uh, For sure, you know, they've worked together. The late great Lemmy. Yeah. It's. Well, let me ask you, let me read this one, because this is another question for you. And this is interesting, actually, Jim. This is from Kyle Shanks. Hey, Bods, longtime listener, huge fan of the show. Question for Jim. It's not really a six degrees question. I heard recently on a radio show, and this is a famous story, that Van Halen would request M&Ms in their green room. They had to be no brown M&Ms. If the group showed up in the green room and there were brown M&Ms, they would tell their crew to double check the sound equipment because their attention to detail for their request wasn't met. Have you seen other groups do this before? And what's the most outrageous request you have seen? So that's why they did it. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's why. That's supposedly why they did it, because then they knew that yeah. the attention to detail was being met. <clears throat> wow, I'm trying to think of, uh, like, the most outrageous request, you know. Um... Like, guns kind of at their peak. Axel must have been bringing, like... Two baby grand pianos from a, by a crane up into his uh, hotel room. Like he would ask for a couple of bottles of Dom Perignon in his dressing room every night. Like, yeah, you know, and he would have them after the show. And uh, um, Matt Swarm was the drummer then, and Matt would have a couple of bottles of Cristal champagne, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> I'm ch- I'm trying to think of crazy stuff though. That I can actually say on yes, the air. Yes, you can. This is your safe place. <clears throat> uh, okay, ponder that while you're pondering yeah. that. I have well, a question I, I for will Dan. say, I will say this: um, uh, that uh, just about every damn tour, every show, backstage, you guys have been to events. There's always like a freaking deli platter back there yeah that's and it's just been sitting there yeah. all day yeah. just just meat yeah, yeah some yeah. cold meat yeah so <clears throat> there i've i've worked with a few bands that have said please no deli no fucking deli platter you know keep, anything but. keep the keep gabagool to yourself out. yeah keep yeah. the gabagool to yourself well this yeah. here's a question duke from montreal uh dear jay and dan why does canadian television suck so much oh thanks Duke from Montreal. That seems a bit harsh. Yeah, I that's think. a bit harsh. Has he seen the Littlest Hobo? I don't think so. Patton Oswalt tweeted about the Littlest Hobo last week. Really? He can said, we bring up the Littlest Hobo theme, Rich? We sure can. Look that he up. said, at least once a day, I think about this Canadian TV show once someone told me about it. He said, <laughs> it's such a good show. And uh, in case our American listeners don't know the premise, very quickly, the Littlest Hobo is a dog. He goes across Canada, and he just helps people. Sounds good. That's the show. Does hobo mean something different in Canada than no. it does? No, oh, okay. no. He, he, he's, a, he's a hobo, but he's a dog. Yeah. But he's got, he's got no real owner. He just goes town to town. He goes town to town. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like a great right? show. Until tomorrow, he'll just... like. Now, this is extended version. Yeah. He's just he's just running around, right. just, just, just running around, frolicking. Yeah. Runs around. He was using a typewriter before. I don't oh, he's know. got a gun. Oh, oh, right. He's got okay. So he's with got a gun a, in his. Oh, he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the hobo has a gun. Oh boy. Yeah, that's the littlest hobo. Yeah, like he's using he's a typewriter up there. Yeah, he likes to he likes to writing. do a diary at the end of every episode, <laughs> like you know, with his paws clacking away at the keys there. Um, but I remember they shot some of it in the parking lot of the old CTV building, Toolsy, and this 
uh, the handler, there was like six hobos. <laughs> there are like six versions of the littlest hobo, apparently. Okay, I'll here's kill one. Your dog. <laughs> question. Hey, boys, a Peterborough icon where Dan no doubt spent many hours of his wasted youth is for sale. The Pig's Ear Tavern for yep. sale, Dan. Dan, your thoughts on maybe purchasing the, now, the Pig's Ear? My brother told me the price. It's something like uh, 900 and something thousand. What? It would take you three lifetimes to ever make it back in that bar. So, no. no. Are they are they drunk? Are they, drink, <laughs> are they drinking their <laughs> product? <laughs> so, here's how we're going to do. They know who I am. Uh, loving the podcast ever since the very first one, sponsored by Mark's Work Warehouse. Uh, yeah. And by the way, I think we've talked about this. It's every guy's dream to own a bar, but once you own a bar, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I am yeah. positive. Yeah, we have uh, a colleague here, a very famous baseball player, who opened up a, a bar in uh, Chicago, and I think he wishes very, very much that he had not done that. That he had not done that. Because he said, Fridays and Saturdays, you're golden. Like, you're great. But like on a random Tuesday in the middle of Chicago, might not be a full bar that day. Yeah. It's a tough business. Okay, Jim, here we go. We got some more six degrees for you. Uh, this one from Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels. The quarterback for, <clears throat> right? No, that's Daniel. No, yeah, Chase Daniels. This is Chase Daniels. The Allman Brothers. Have we done the Allman Brothers? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. When I walked into the studio today, Jim was listening to the Allman Brothers. Yeah. Allman Brothers. You're crushing it. Yeah. Uh, so Live at Fillmore East. Uh, I, I, I've, I've never worked directly with them, but I've worked with, uh, Greg's son, Devin Allman, and, uh, am friends with Devin. Uh, he has a band, very, very talented guy. Is that, um, his son with Cher? No. No. Okay. Are the Allman um, brothers still alive? Uh, Greg is, right? Yeah. Uh, Dwayne is not? D- Dwayne passed away many, many years okay. ago. And uh, Barry Oakley, who was, I believe, the original bass player in the band, I think he he passed away many, many years ago as well. And um, I did a record with uh, Mark Ford, who was the lead guitar player in the Black Crows, uh, sort of for like their second, third, fourth, you know, a bunch of records. In any event... We had Chris Stills and Barry Oakley Jr., Barry's son, uh, playing. Uh, Chris played some guitar, but really he mainly did backing vocals. Chris Stills, Stephen Steven Stills', Stills son. son. Wow, okay. And uh, and Barry's son on the album, both singing backing vocals. Oh, that's and cool. uh, Barry played some bass. A lot of cool uh, yeah. lineage there. Um, yeah. Speaking of music, uh, we want to say thank you to the Vancouver-based band, The Ballantines. Yeah. They sent us their album this past week. Loving it. Yeah, great, great record. Yeah, really Good like guys, it. Uh, big fans, so big shout out to them. Oh, and I, get, and I, I know I've mentioned before, but the Library Voices' latest record, oh my God, it's brilliant. I love it. It's really, really good. It's so it's good. It's called Lovish. Yeah. Um, go to their website, order it up. Maybe order yourself a t-shirt too. Yeah. Um, just a great band. Okay, I got another one, and Jim, I think... I know we haven't done this one, and this one's got to be close to your heart based on where you grew up. From Taylor G, Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and my connection to them is actually when I had my band when I was a kid growing up. What was uh, the name of that band? 
I had a few, but uh, this my first band was a band called Real to Real, R E E L to R E A L. Yeah. In any event, uh, yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> you know, very young. In any event, uh, and we played around. We did a bunch of bunch of cool ev- uh, venues and played a bunch of big shows. In any event, uh, we got to use some of Boston's lighting. Really? We used Aerosmith's PA system and Boston's lighting. That's pretty wild, It was man. pretty cool. What, did, yeah. what instrument did you play in the band? I played guitar. Hmm. Yes. So Boston, uh, was it Tom Schultz? Schultz, yes. And I actually have a Tom Schultz power soak for my guitar. So Tom Schultz they say is like the George Lucas of music in the sense that he would rather invent like, like equipment for yes. music. So I have than a piece of equipment music. that he invented right. that uh, essentially it, it, uh, it saturates your guitar amp. So you get like that Boston, that full distorted sound that they had. They had it was kind of cool. cool. It was a cool thing, you know, and this was in the seventies or, early 80s when i got that thing it was a long time ago it was, was a wild time i was a young very 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 young child a lot of cocaine yes there. uh of tons of cocaine. of cocaine and i didn't even have my driver's license <laughs> who needs I was it? just a little kid there's a little kid who needs it yeah get okay, one no. more hey by the way we so, haven't mentioned who our guests are in this we got a big oh, surprise yeah. for you mike we're gonna call up mike botticello he used to work on this podcast we don't know how he or what he did to fill every other day <laughs> but the day we taped it. Um, so we're going to check in on him, make sure he's still alive. And yeah. Tom Arnold is yes. going to be here oh, as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, Tom Arnold, uh, formerly of the Best Damn Sports Show. You know how you guys are talking about uh, asking me about crazy Yeah, yeah. Requests. You got something? Well, well, it wasn't necessarily a request, but uh, when we were out touring on Illusions with Guns, uh, um uh, they made a little stop. It was I can't remember. It was either Memphis or Nashville, and uh, Axel picked up a, a Harley that he wanted to have to maybe drive on his days off or drive around in the parking lot of the venues or whatever. And while Just they were in, in the, circle, and while they were in the shop there, they had one of those uh, ATV, you know, like the dune buggies, you know, with the roll cages and all that stuff. And uh, so they decided to get that too, and and they were like, "Well, this will be great. Like we're playing the stadiums, uh, we can drive, we can set up a track out in the parking lot of the stadiums, <laughs> wherever we play, and drive this fucking thing around and go crazy." Well, they had no way of where where were they going to store this? I mean, they need to get like a trailer, a full blown, yeah, right. <laughs> so they got like. One of the kids that worked at the, the the Harley shop where they bought the stuff, they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll just we'll get a rider truck, rent a truck, and kid, you just follow us from city to city, <laughs> to city to city." So that that was this kid's job, and I was actually uh, making Duff's record at that time and doing some recording with Skid Row, who was opening for them. So I got the kid to also. I had a, I was traveling with a like a full band's worth of equipment that was all their studio stuff. So as opposed to having that and every time they pull up to a stadium, they got to like, 
you know, hey, I need to get the studio shit. Can you bring that over to this studio in this town and wherever, Denver or Seattle? I'd get the kid to, you know, put all the gear in his rider truck. So, but I mean, we would be like, you know, one night playing in Denver and then the next day we're in Seattle on a day off and we want to record. So they'd have to get this kid to drive from Denver to Seattle oh. with all the band gear, wow. the motorcycle, the <laughs> dune buggy, and all the tapes. I'd strap all the tapes in the roll cage in the seat of the dune buggy in the back of the rider truck, So, it, and I'd have it all strapped plus, in there. Plus, let's be honest, a significant amount of drugs in that. that I think that kid did a lot of drugs <laughs> to get from one town to so the next. Did he he was out of his fucking mind. Did he enjoy it, or... Was he like, okay. It seems like he was kind of kidnapped. It yeah. seems like the band kind of just kidnapped him. He, he was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to yeah. me in my life. This is unbelievable. And of course, you know, he didn't want to miss a moment <laughs> of anything. So I don't think he ever slept. He, right. he didn't he didn't last that long out there. And, and that kid <laughs> yeah. turned out to be Steve Jobs. Steve yeah, Jobs. probably. I don't know. I, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't know where he is. But it was a lot of fun. I remember... Uh, should we dial up Mike? Let's you know. uh, well, and before we dial up Mike, and, and I don't think they ever drove the friggin' dune buggy, uh, dune just, buggy, because they were like, Fuck, "We're gonna get killed in this thing out in the park." <laughs> yeah. They didn't think about that they at didn't the think time. About, yeah, you know, they probably drove it at like you know three or four gigs, and they were like, "Okay, all right, seen it, been enough of it. that." Yeah, enough of that silliness. Yeah, drop it off in L.A. and <laughs> you know, send the kid home. He's while he's still alive, kind of thing. You know, Mike Botticella's probably driving it around L.A. as we speak, and we're gonna call him in one second. But first, let me just tell you about Athletes Collective. Well, we may be in the business of talking about pro athletes. Are we really? Let's face it, wearing the same logos as they do across your chests when you work out or play rec league sports isn't going to make you play like them, nor does paying large sums of money to do so. Thankfully, you can buy great quality, great fitting active wear without the logos for 30 to 40% cheaper than the big brands. You go to athletescollective.com. All one word, athletescollective.com. Athletes Collective is a Canadian startup company with Canadian-made clothing. Great quality for price. Don't let the great price fool you. This is some serious performance apparel. Same great quality as the big brands, but at a fraction of the price. And the best part, no logos. Go to athletescollective.com, enter the promo code FOXSPORTS, and receive 15% off your first order. All orders include free shipping and returns to the U.S. or Canada. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's athletescollective.com. Enter promo code FOXSPORTS. So now uh, we attempt to call Mike Botticello. Yeah, we did not warn him that we were calling him. This no is idea. right out of the blue. This is totally special. It's not spontaneous for us, but it's he will not have known because our concern was that Mike, Mike, would prep for for this call. That's we, right. We didn't want him to have uh, some canned jokes. We want unfettered. Maybe he's just sitting on the toilet. How great would that be? Botticella just taking a big crunch. Okay, so uh, crunch, crunchicella. <laughs> Jim. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike. How you doing? Mike, what are you doing? Mike is dead. Mike? Hey, what's up, buddy? Whoa. How's it going, guys? What are you doing right now? Uh, right now, uh, hang on, let me just take my hand out of my pants. 
Uh, oh, tell just me finishing more. up some 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 emails and whatnot. <laughs> who are you emailing? <laughs> emailing. Who are you emailing? Who are you emailing? I want answers. Uh, actually, if you really want to know, uh, I'm coaching. Uh, I coach kids sports, football and basketball. So I have nice some, work. Uh, some parents to respond to. Yeah, that's great, Mike. No, my hand. Ma- my finally hands making s- hands for that. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you had your hand in your pants as you sent emails to parents of the kids you're coaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That hey, sounds I, about I, right. I was gonna yeah. say that sounds like you. That's, I'm glad to hear nothing's changed, Mike. That's so, how, uh, that's so what's the latest? What's the latest? We wanted to call and check in. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a while, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's I just. I know that the phone really hasn't been ringing too much, but I've been good. I've been doing all right. Uh, are you are you homeless, Mike Botticello? No, no, I got a roof over my head. I'm good. Okay. So, uh, Mike, yeah. we just wanted to point out uh, that a few weeks ago uh, we were short staffed, so uh, some uh, some technician had to come in and start the camera, and then he pressed record and left for the entire podcast. Uh, that was that used to be your job, and you stayed here yeah. the whole time. I mean, come on, guys. I did a, I did some other things. I like to consider myself the maestro to the <laughs> symphony that was the podcast. <laughs> and we made beautiful music together, didn't we? Yes, we sure did, Mike Botticello. We sure yeah, did. Yeah, actually, I, uh, I had breakfast with our friend Jake Bowman this morning. Oh, really? And we, we talked about it, and he said, uh, have you been listening to the podcast? What do you think? And I said, I think it's fucking terrible. It's gone downhill. What's going on with those guys? Hey, wow. hey, oh, that hey, seems hey, hard. hey. No, These no, guys no. are I right said, here. No, I think I said as long as, uh, you know, they get guests coming in and, and Jim's still there, hopefully, uh, you know, that both of you guys are just so damn clever, creative, and Oh, and on. hilarious. It's always going to be great. Oh, Mike, you're the best. Go so on. you're, uh, Thanks, you're coaching youth sports. Do you have an actual job? Uh, I've done a couple freelance gigs. There's something in the works potentially Ooh. that I could mention in, let's give it a couple weeks. Yeah. We'll, we'll be calling more about it yeah, on we'll, Friday. We'll be calling okay. back in about four months. So. Okay. No, I got my, I've been doing that. Okay. You know, working on getting my massage my massage certification. So whoa, 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 whoa. Hold and whatnot, on. Things Hold like that. on. So you're you're going to be a rub and tug specialist? Yeah, rub and tug here in L.A. It's a lucrative Why don't you just do that out of the comfort of your own home? You can. That's the beauty of it. Right. Why I didn't think of it before. And, and you get to go to other people's beautiful homes. Or uh, equally as comfortable. So here's a, I want to you to visualize this idea. Dan mm-hmm. uh, is doing a vigorous workout. He decides he needs a massage. He goes mm-hmm. to the local massage envy in uh, Santa Monica and he walks in and says, uh, uh, who's my attendant? And you walk out. <laughs> yeah. I prefer he's face down and can't see me. And then just the, his first right. impression is the reaction to my voice. And then with you, my hands on his oh, shoulders, and then you hear, and then you feel Mike's <laughs> meaty hands on you, Dan. Yeah, yeah, right, right there it is. Yeah, How's I have, I have what there? they call an what they call an aggressive grip. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, what I, happens? Are you both oiled up at yeah, that yeah. time too? Toolsy, full yeah. body massage, and then, oiled and then up. Mike says, no. "Okay, turn over," and then he kind of lifts up the, <laughs> and then Dan turns over. Dan, massive erection. He can't contain it. Uh, Mike's no. touch is so deft, so gentle, 
My that, erections have returned. <laughs> no, here's the deal. I What's forgot. The it's like the most important, the most important part of my business angle uh, is this: I do you, and then you do me. We both win. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been done before. So then Dan stands up. One way transaction, and I'm going for both of us. So Tulsi, your thoughts on this idea? You massaging Mike? No, I don't do massages. They're the biggest scam in the history of Earth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this will make you feel better. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, good luck with your business. Yeah, I think they'll do well. But wait, wait, Mike, are you going to open up your own massage parlor? No, I, like I said, it's a home, it's uh, no, private's only, on call. Here's what you call it. Why, you, you do me, why I do you. spend the money on a brick and mortar? No, that's fair, that's fair. You know, have I want to go to your door. Have you run into Pat Muldowney as of late? I, I haven't, but I've heard. Yeah, I've heard the news that he's not around so much. No, he's not around that just, much at all. He wasn't around that much before, anyways. So. No, no. Yeah, I think Again. when you left, that was the last drive. Like, I have no reason to be here anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. The, the, the spotlight was on a little brighter on him too. But you guys have the sponsorship now, right? Too. That's yeah. huge. That's More great, Mike. That's okay. Great. Well, uh, still <laughs> up with everything. Why are you we cutting get off Mike for the old shows? What's what? that? We get residuals for the old shows then. Yes, you do. That check that is coming works? to you. Just uh, make right. sure you tell Ben your address if you have a real one, Mike. <laughs> Just PayPal me. I don't even need. Don't, don't why worry. We'll send email. you the cool. check. Do you, have ac- the phone. do you have access to Wi-Fi? Uh, I swipe it from the neighbor. Okay, that's good. Uh, good luck with your emails to, to parents of kids. Your the team. Good luck to the team, huh? We have our first game in two weeks. Oh, all right. Good luck to. Yeah. What's the name of the team? The masseuses. We win. No, we win. Uh, trendy. We're the Rams. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. yeah with so that'll be the that'll be the contest. Who has well, the better record at the end of the season? Right. The right. actual can, NFL. Can you team. score points? Yeah. Can you score more points than zero? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. Is uh, it football? We have the number one pick in the draft. Oh yeah. What do you, what is it? Is it it's football, it's Mike? Football. Actually, I coach. Uh, thanks for asking because I've been doing it for the past six years. But I coach football and basketball and. Course, football Mike, are you qualified to do any of these things? <laughs> like, how? Uh, you... It's voluntary. <laughs> no, but that doesn't. I I could volunteer as a as a fighter pilot, but I can't fly a plane. <laughs> uh, that's it. Hey guys, I'm here. I keep coming back, so I think uh, okay, it's working out. It's working out. Well, Mike, they I, do background come checks, game right? Anytime. Yeah, where do, where does this actually happen? Is this a real uh, gym? Brentwood? Oh, in Brentwood. Okay. Oh, yeah, very swanky. Brentwood wreck. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yep. Oh, hopefully you can meet some nice mommies. <laughs> uh, there is a, there's a line you can't cross as a coach. You know, uh-huh. we're out there to win, but. Sure. We're out there to win. We miss you, buddy. Yeah, I miss you. Well, too, we do, Dan. I don't know oh, if Dan I do. does. Of course I do. I'm not sure. I still, uh, I catch the show every now and then when I'm sleepless and oh. need some, something to knock me out. And the podcast, too. You have some great guests. Okay, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on and tell us about your um, your court-appointed community service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surviving, guys. I'm just surviving. Okay. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. All right, guys. Mike is dead. There he goes. There's Mike. All right, let me... he, sounds, he sounds like he's doing pretty well. We just got a tweet from Tim Brando. Can I read it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At Love Jay and Dan, Brando. I'm fond of sportscasters from Canada, and you guys are authentic. Who else would do a podcast in a larger studio than a TV show room? 
That's a good point. This is probably a bigger studio than our TV show studio. Brando, what a guy. Yeah, good dude. We got to get him back on. A lot for a bit more time on that podcast. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) And then we'll get Clat on to tell another Brando story. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to tack on the Tom Arnold interview at the end of this. Uh, Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Very quickly, our Twitter handles, um, at Jay and Dan. At Tom Arnold, at Engineer underscore Jim, at Rich underscore Cook, Cook with an E, and at Ben Teller. Uh, send us uh, your tweets, your questions, uh, your thoughts, your concerns, uh, at Jay and Dan. Send us your, your thoughts about the podcast. We really love uh, hearing the feedbacks. And get on the Instagram story train, FS1 tool. I posted <laughs> some a stories. A lot of hot tub on there. At Jay and Dan, yeah. I posted some stories. Oh, you did? Of YouTube. Oh, you I didn't even notice that. I just did it. Oh, okay. Take a look. You just did it now? Okay. Like look. during the podcast. At Jay and Dan. Right. At Jay well, and check Dan. That out. Okay. Check that out, guys. And yeah. I better uh, FaceTime uh, Rubio Toolback. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for another terrific week of podcasting fun. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Goddamn right. You're we the are heart Tom and soul. here. Tom Arnold. What an honor here. it is to be with you guys. This is a pleasure. So uh, last time we saw you, we were in a great big, massive yeah. Hollywood studio. It was crazy. Billboards, Tom, it was crazy. I've been there. Everywhere. I've been there. And then, yeah. and then we're here. You yeah. said you've been here too. I bid. I bid. This is when. Uh, yeah. And then there's another pl- level. To tell us that. Well, that's, that's when they—that's when you—they—they—they they, they pack up your stuff and send you out the door. But they won't do that to you guys because you're the heart and soul of this network. They can make a lot of changes. They can bring a lot of people in from other places. But seriously, they know it. And plus, Eric Shanks, my buddy, yeah. and I take a little credit for you guys being here. President of Fox Sports. Yeah, right? he's yeah. my buddy. He is also, Shanks, turned me on to Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yes. yeah. And as show. you know, this year, I don't know if you know, me and Snoop Dogg went up to Canada and filmed three episodes. Whoa, what? How did I not know this? That, Wait which a was a dream, which is the trade back for you guys coming down here. Right, that was the The fair exchange. trade deal with uh, Justin Trudeau. Your That's new, NAFTA uh, at work. Yeah. Right there. Who got the short end of that stick? No, man? I think the Canadians did, uh, really scored there. Did Snoop like it? The Canadian ganja. He did like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is... He... But the thing is, he liked the show as much as I did. Like, he'd seen every episode yeah. like I had. And so I thought, well, he's going to be fa- – he's just doing this. Oh, no, he was a super fan. Like, we pulled up – first of all, you land in Nova Scotia, which is beautiful. Yep. Then they take you to this crappy trailer park. And and I was like, oh, my gosh, the set designer that did this is incredible. Look at that garbage they found out. They, they go, no, no, that's real garbage. It's an actual it's a trailer real, park. This is a real <laughs> – yeah. uh, trailer park. Uh, and so – but, oh, no, Snoop, here's how it went. So we land – and uh, Bubbles, Mike Smith, yes, so he, funny. He, he greets me and takes me. We're in a motel. It takes me and walks me around my room and then walks me upstairs to the party room where then walks me out and back down to my room in a circle, you know. And then Snoop, they get him and then they take him up to the party room. He stays. So I don't know if you remember Animal House when yeah. the nerds came to to uh, to rush, how they walked him in a circle right. and they put him back in with the mud room. I was <laughs> that, that was guy. You. That was but you. Snoop was there. It was the part they were partying. Uh, but they, you don't party like no, you used to. But no. but could you partake in just the? No, sweet, I never like. If, if I just smoked a uh, gaudge, I'd be doing that right now. Right, but right. No, I never liked that. Yeah, it wasn't your thing. No, I was. I, that's not crazy enough. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. you you had some great days on Best Damn Sports Show I did. on this lot. I did. I was in this very building. I loved it. One, I loved it. One of our favorite moments was in you, Michael Strahan, pulled off this amazing April Fool's prank. We actually have it for you here. Yeah, it's right over there. You can't blame anybody else but you. Well, you, you are said the it to me. Don't no, 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 no. get to you, figure out how to say it. Guys, if you had said it, you said it. You said it. Oh, 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 oh
You had two broken yeah, ribs. Yeah, I had two fractured that? ribs. Here's the thing. <laughs> the producers call me, hey, we're doing an April Fool's joke on April Fool's Day. We're gonna pretend you wrote a book and you trash everybody for the best dance portrait. I go, how stupid is it? It's April Fool's Day, everybody's gonna know it's a joke. So I called Strayhead, and he's a buddy of mine. I said, hey, let's pull the joke on the guys, <laughs> the producers. So you're in on it with me. They want me to do this thing. So let's get into a real fight and let's make it real, and then you'll get hurt because he just got back from pec surgery. And so uh, Chris Rose knows there's a a joke going on, and he's going to cut it at a certain point. Rob Dibble who, and Rodney Pete, who are not at their playing weight, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, they, were, they were a bit they're, so they, don't, they, <laughs> they believe every crappy thing in the book. So when I started, and Strayhead is such a good actor, I, I looked at Chris Rose's eyes, and I could tell he was getting so nervous that he was going to go, oh, cut, this has been a joke, because they have a book mocked up for me. And they're going to do a joke. So I had to make contact with Strayhead. And so I poked him in the face so he would attack me. And so he comes over at me and we got it all planned. And then Dibble and, and, uh, and uh, Rodney, Rodney. Pete jump on me. They crack my, because they're defending Strayhead. Like they got to defend Strayhead on me. And I, I'm bloody, I'm bloody. What you didn't see is they went to black because the director in the booth didn't know. And he went, okay, Tom, Tom Arnold's finally killed the show. Went to black. It was a Friday night. The last thing that people saw was Strayhead laying on the ground writhing in pain. Right. Yes. And, and so the, there's, uh, the Giants are freaking out. And I came back Monday and we reacted. But I had to call the Giants. Bob Tish at the time was alive and, and a good friend and he owned the Giants and, and say, you know, we did a, it's a joke. Because right. people started writing, oh my God, Strayhead has been injured in a fight with Tom Arnold, uh, you know. Yeah. And so... Uh, and, and that's and, actually how uh, his show with Kelly Ripa ended. That well. is exactly <laughs> how, how it showed it. But Strayhead was one of those guys, athletes, and, and you know this, you could tell the guys that got it when they come in, and he and he had it. Is yeah. that your favorite moment from that show? That was a good moment. That was after I'd been uh, uh, not renewed. By the way, <laughs> I, I, I... Wait, or, but you still were a good sport. Yeah, yeah, that. of course I was a good sport. I, I, I love talking about sports. I do it for free. They paid me so much because we had, they had to pay my, my sitcom rate. They were so not dumb, but they had to pay my sitcom <laughs> rate because I'd never done a sports show. And so I made, I'm so grateful that I was paid millions of dollars to talk about sports for three or four years. The end of the third year, you could tell, because then they went and got rid of the other guys and it was just me at a desk. <laughs> They're trying that. It's sort of like this room. So right, was right. it like a weekend Fair. update? We, well, it was like a real talk show, like Johnny Carson. Oh, okay, but okay. I did interview like Jimmy Carter, the pre- ex-president. So, but I could tell the vibe was, you know, you you know when you're getting there and it's getting close to. So the week before my contract, they let me know they would not be picking up my contract, and and uh, I and I was great, very you know grateful that I had the opportunity to do this. And uh, so I, you know, I kept it. By the way, I read it in the paper. It was in the LA oh. Times that I was being fired before they told me. Oh, And, uh, and uh, George Greenberg, who I just saw in the bathroom, who is leaving here too. <laughs> He's been in the bathroom yeah. since he, that happened. I said, what actually. is this crap? This is an executive. This is to the paper. And he goes, oh my God, that is such a lie. We haven't even had the meeting about firing you until <laughs> today. We're having that meeting at four o'clock today. The LA Times is full of it. <laughs> is that, that how we're going to learn about our well, 
cancellation? You know what? It's whatever. You guys are awesome. Oh, you're too kind. You know, this is amazing. So you're a Cubs fan. Obviously, what an amazing year they're having. You must just be loving this. I am loving it, but I don't want to jinx the Cubs. You know, I, I mean, it's been such a long time. There's no you, know, you can't jinx sitting in a studio Oh, I did in jinx them in 2003. You cannot oh, jinx. I, listen, you don't, uh, yeah, you're not a... Sports fan. Listen, 2003, <laughs> I'm on the phone making reservations at Gibson's. I've got my, my flight. I'm going to the World Series. I got my hotel, Chicago, and the Bartman thing happened literally as I'm doing it. And I said, I will not do that to the team. I did it in 84. I did, I'm not going to do it again. And so I'm not going to say anything about okay. this year. But let me tell you something if the Cubs win the World Series, it is almost worth having Donald Trump as president. I mean, it's that, it's is like he going to win? Deal. What? I just saw in the New York Times today there's a path for him to win. Very, oh, good. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you got to film scenes with Ryan Sandberg I did this at summer Wrigley Field in, in for Wrigley, a, a movie? And, and for a movie, and, and I thought, boy, this is a dream come true. I'm filming a movie in, ah, there we are. And, and here's the problem. They had to do a wide shot. I had to uh, throw a baseball for the mound and throw curveballs to Ryan Sandberg, who's batting as part of the movie. And then, which is hard. That's crazy. Like, I play a lot of celebrity softball, which is easy because it's celebrities and they sure. suck. But I was having trouble getting the ball across the plate and not hitting him. So he comes out to coach me. He's the world's nicest guy. And he's a manager. He was a manager. Yeah. He manage the yeah. Phillies. And he feels sorry for me. I'm trying to hide from him. It was, it was hot and I sweat, like, terribly yeah. anyway. <laughs> it was the worst experience you know, I thought it would be the best experience, but it was nerve-wracking. And uh, it's a movie called Landline when you see it. Uh, anyway, uh, right, Sam, what a nice guy. Let's, uh, let's end with a couple uh, questions about Arnold, your good buddy. You're wearing a watch you stole from him. First yeah. off, how much is he getting paid for I'm those saying video about, game Let me say about Harry Carey. His right Sandberg's last at bat as a Cub. Get, yeah. this. I'm in the booth with Harry Carey. Okay. We're talking about the movie The Stupids. He's like, oh, and he's had a lot of drinks, okay? <laughs> he's like, my grandkids would like this. And Steve Stone at school is like, Harry, you're, you're about to miss Ryan Sandberg's last at bat ever as a Cub. He was so drunk. That's what I love about Harry Carey. Go ahead. I stole uh, this from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right yeah, now, I did Tom. steal this from him. And Arnold, how much is he getting paid? Because he does one of those uh, the promos for a video game app. Like 20 million, 25 yeah. million. Yeah. 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 Apprentice. He's a new uh, Donald Trump. Oh, that's right. He's yeah, doing that. Yeah, did not do and that. And then he owns like oh, I took an Uber in Venice, and the Uber guy was like, "See, this whole block he's of Venice, a billionaire. he owns all of yeah, it." Yeah, and Denver. Where can people go and see you perform? Yeah, well, uh, well this weekend I'll be in Cle hilarities in Cleveland, and then, but more importantly, and not more importantly, because that sounds like it is, but I'm going to be at the I think it's the initial uh, Edmonton Comedy Festival which is coming up October 7th and 8th. And these people, first of all, I love anywhere in Canada, you do so well. First of all, you don't have to talk about politics. That's so right. that's a that's a home run right there. Yeah. And uh, it, it's in Alberta, Canada, and these people are, are working so hard and they're putting their own money on the line. Home and, of the Oilers. And, uh, yes. Yeah. The, uh, the, who used to be great. They used to be so the, good, too. When, when I moved I here in 88, I, Gretzky moved here with me. Yes. And that changed everything. I, we have you to thank for that. Yeah. Oh, but, thank, you. thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you for letting me tell the story. Man.